following is brought to you by Bossy Power Bottom Productions. Blood is thicker than alcohol. Thicker than alcohol. The podcast where blood is actually thicker than water. But who the fuck needs water when there's plenty of alcohol? I'm Ryan, the straight brother that's conservative-minded enough to be the definition of toxic masculinity, but liberal-minded enough to seek therapy for that shit. And just alcoholic enough to actually think the show was a good idea. And I'm Ronnie, the gay brother who's completely oblivious to what it must be like to live a straight life in a world that lies just outside of my cute little cozy San Francisco gay bubble to a place where I actually just learned, uh, you know, the other day that the phrase bro, it's actually not an anal sex toy. Did you know that? Blood is Thicker Than Alcohol is the show that takes on the daunting and seemingly impossible act of bridging the gap between gay and straight. No need to thank us. While we, the Washburn brothers, fight one gay point over the straight and one straight point over the gay. So listen along each week as we drink our way through current topics of conversation in the news, pop culture, and real stories based on our actual lives. All with a gay lemon twist. Ronnie, you're enough fruit for the both of us. Plus, I drink my shit straight up. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, yeah, so just grab your shot glasses and bottoms up. Or, uh, I, I mean, I, I guess straight up to, right? Sure. So let's get gay and straight. With blood is thicker than alcohol. Welcome back to episode number three of Blood is Thicker Than Alcohol. And the Washburn Brothers are back for yet another episode. And I'm so excited. You guys, I have a little bit to report before we hop into the blood alcohol level segment. First and foremost, this is the first recording that we've actually had since the drop of episode one. Because we did a little bit of like back-to-back recording. And we should actually have more under our belt, but I got like on death's doorstep sick. However, I would just like to, Ryan, officially congratulate you for having your voice out in the podcast world. Officially, two episodes in the bag, out for the whole fucking world to hear. How do you feel about that? I would like to thank my mother and my family and my kid. No, I'm just playing. I don't know. I didn't think about it until you just said it right now. (laughs) Don't think, don't think mom. (laughs) She doesn't need that shit. I mean, she did squeeze me out of her vagina. But listen, you guys, this is just super exciting to me because for those of you who are unfamiliar with the Washburn Brothers, I basically have a show called My Gay Expose Podcast that I've been doing for three years. And it has taken me that three years to get to a very successful space 
throughout the, you know, the series and the journey that that was and learning and how to figure out this and that and everything. And while I'm sitting here in this moment where it is pretty fucking successful and I've decided to spin off and do other things like this show, for example, it's really rewarding to actually take a look at the analytics app and see that this show, while only two episodes in the bag, is already doing way better at the beginning than my show did originally, which to me, that's a big deal. And I'm not going to bore you guys all with numbers because I hate when like, that's something that I actually have done in my past that I learned that people shouldn't do in the podcast world is quote their stats. That's for just Ryan and I to know. That's for none of you. It's none of your business. Nobody needs to know anything, but let's just say this. It's a lot better than I expected. And I'm so fucking excited to continue this journey and keep moving forward. And so we're just going to get right on into it. So Ryan, I think we need to take a congratulations shot. Uh-huh. We're officially out. We've been planning this shit for so fucking long, you guys. Is this a coming it out has been shot incredible. <laughs> coming out shot. Yeah. Yes, this is Ryan. This is your official coming out into the podcast world shot. And we'll find out what you're drinking in just a moment. But while we're taking this shot, I want to like say two things that I need feel like I need to say based on the two episodes in the past. First and foremost, I have been super sick for the past like week and there's nothing more that I do on this show specifically than laugh. So laughing actually might be a challenge for me this week because I am probably going to sound like a, you know, 48-year-old woman from the Midwest named Bertha who has smoked uh religiously since she was 17. That's what I'm probably going to sound like when I laugh this week, just for the record. So I just want all of you to know out there, I have never touched a cigarette in my life. Not that there's anything wrong with that at all. I just want to make it very clear. I'm still getting over something. I I think I actually have to go to the doctor. I think I have walking pneumonia, or at least that's what I'm self-diagnosing myself with. So that being said, please forgive the Bertha smoker's cough from, you know, Omaha, Nebraska. I don't. That's not the image I'm trying to convey here. Um, Blood is thicker than alcohol. But that being said, let's just take our first shot. Oh my God, I can't even talk. Cheers to... (laughs) To Big Bertha. The debut of Blood is Thicker Than Alcohol. (laughs) Shot number one. Ronnie. Shot number one. Ryan. Uh, okay, and on that note, here's the part where we talk about what we're drinking today. So, Ryan, what are you drinking today? I am drinking Ghetto Scotch, is what I've been calling it so far. I got it for Christmas. Ghetto it is, Scotch. Uh, Costco's name brand Kirkland's Scotch Whiskey. <laughs> Someone bought that, it, a, the big-ass uh, bottle from, from that, Costco for me for Christmas. That is not ghetto. That is high-quality shit, bitch. You know that they take whatever, like, big label it is and pay, basically, like, no, just I know. empty the, it the, into a fucking the, Kirkland the, the bottle. The Kirkland's um, uh, vodka, they tested it a while back, and it's, like, one point under Grey Goose. So, I mean, it's it's they're legit. I just call it ghetto because I'm not – Scotch is a, a, a realm I haven't delved in. Because I never really wanted to do it until I can get like the good stuff. Because I hear the the difference between when it comes to scotch, the difference between the the shit and the good stuff is like so ridiculous. Like you shouldn't try the shit first. 
So I've never really delved into scotch. So this being the first bottle of scotch that I'm officially drinking. I mean, I've had the Gouvelins in a cup at a restaurant before, so I've tasted it. But uh, decent. that's supposed to be decent. But uh, yeah, I just called it ghetto because it's Kirkland's. It's Costco. <laughs> so. <laughs> All right. So we're sticking with the Costco Kirkland. It doesn't get much better than that on this show, you guys, because what I'm drinking today is this cute little bottle of Stoli vodka, which, by the way, I'm not against. I actually really like Stoli. It's smooth. It's mid. It it, it does all the, the right things I need for it to be doing to my body in the moment when I'm taking a shot. And as my gay chaser this week, I decided to go with Coke Zero. <laughs> which uh, I don't even, I never drink soda ever, but last week with the tequila and the lime <laughs> surge, that's a mistake that I will never be making ever again. I needed something like a lot more solid to shoot the alcohol down into my system because after that fucking experience, I still have PTSD nightmares from that bullshit. Like that was the biggest fucking mistake. For those of you who didn't tune in last week, I had a cheap ass bottle of tequila and I chased it with a fucking surge lime flavored white claw, what, which was the biggest fucking mistake ever time? because what was what it? What kind uh, of tequila, tequila was it? I don't remember. I, I didn't reveal that on the episode, but it was like, was El it was like just cheap shit. Yeah. Was it in okay, a plastic a, bottle? <laughs> it was not, but it might as well have been because that's how it tasted. <laughs> so long story short, I wanted to actually just really quick before we hop into the blood alcohol level segment, we decided because last week was such a clusterfuck of Rochambeau and you guessed wrong and then I guessed wrong and then you guessed wrong again and then I guessed wrong again and we just decided to just simplify it just to make things a little bit more streamlined. Since I won last week, which I know that Ryan still thinks that bullshit. I didn't win, but <clears throat> sorry, I'm allergic to bullshit. I did. I decided that what we're going to start doing now on this segment is because I won last week, I'm just giving the question automatically to Ryan. He's going to present his information. If I win and I make it, he uh, basically we roll with my topic. And if I lose and I cannot make it, then we'll roll, roll with Ryan's. So with that being said, let's just fucking get into that shit. So Ryan, give it to me. Straight. You gonna use that pun every time? Yeah, I kind of like it. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, alrighty, so this is a topic that you know you're not gonna know anything about. Um, it is uh, coming up to Super Bowl time, oh, and dear with God, the four this is going. the four teams that are left in in the playoffs, I, I just want you to name the starting quarterback for all four of those teams. I'm never going to know any of this shit. Oh, bitch, oh you mean like all, the age in descending order from the Kardashians? Like, I'm going to know that shit? Yeah, bitch. I could do the same thing. Oh, uh, yeah. I gave Ryan a real hard question last week, and he was not. I think he's still a little bit bitter about that. I basically asked him to list the Kardashians from eldest to youngest in descending order, and he I didn't, didn't even, even know, know their all names. of their names. Yeah. Well, listen, it's not going to be any different this week because, first of all, I don't even know who the four teams going into the Super Bowl even are. Listen, I just learned today, today, on this very day, in 
January 23rd is the day at the time of this recording that fucking Usher is performing the halftime show. I didn't even know that until today. So what the fuck makes you think I'm going to be able to list the four teams that are going head? I don't even know what the term is for that. The last final four teams. I don't have no idea. Even if you told me all four teams, I still will not be able to tell you the quarterbacks. All right. Sounds like a shot. So, oh, fuck. See, you need to make it a little easier. Okay. I I just have to get you back to our Kardashian question. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. I deserve that. Truth be told. And here I go. I'm pouring my shot because I completely fold. Shot number two. Ronnie. Gonna hear the little buzzer in just a moment because I'm not even gonna try. Once again, I know nothing about football except for they all have delicious butts. How can you tell on all those pads? Listen, I can see their jock strap as clear as day. Trust me, I've got an eye for that kind of shit. Okay. Uh, the funny thing is, playing football, um, you get up close and personal with a lot of that stuff unwillingly usually uh, no i like for the, me it would definitely be willing in the bottom of a scrum definitely when you're, everyone's jumping on the ball for a uh, uh like a fumble like people are grabbing places to try to get you to let go of the ball like it's, it gets nasty under there man <laughs> listen there's a gay porn fantasy with a guy wearing football pads while he's fucking me from behind that i have in the back of my pocket just for a rainy day because I'm into that shit, trust me. And but that literally is the only thing that I will ever know about football is that they wear those pads that are super hot in porns, and that's all I know. <laughs> that's it. So why don't we just get into your fucking topic? Because I already know that I don't even know where to begin at this point. So just take it away, give it to us straight. <clears throat> well, I was you know mean with the question, so I was going to be a little nice on the topic. Um, I was going to do all things Super Bowl. That way we could talk about some stuff that you could kind of give a half a shit oh, about, okay. like the Super okay. Bowl halftime show and stuff like that. That's the only thing. I mean, since you already mentioned Listen, there's a gay joke. There's a gay joke, especially the year that Beyonce did the Super Bowl halftime show that was floating around the internet that was basically like, there was a bunch of football people yeah, doing some I stuff at the meme. Beyonce concert. I saw that meme. Yeah, that's <laughs> that funny. literally is what we... That's what we identify with when it comes to Super Bowl time. We don't give a shit. Or at least I don't. So why don't we start with Also, before... Sorry, sorry. Before we start, I have to say also, after listening to last week's episode, I just want to fully disclaim to all of you out there that are listening that I in no way claim to endorse to be the, the... key voice for the entire gay community. I am not the gay community's representative. Last week, I said it several times. The gays love the Kardashians because the gays this because the gays. I should have just said this is what I love, not what the gay community as a whole loves. So just for the record, I just want to state that I in no way think that I am the representative for the entire gay community as a whole. So let me just make that very clear. And now let's move on. Um, that's fair. And uh, I would like to say that I speak for every single one of the straights. They all think exactly <laughs> like me. Uh, there are no veering thoughts whatsoever. No. Everyone knows that, Ronnie. Come on. 
Anyways. Okay, well. Since you mentioned it, why don't I, we... There was a couple of times I sort of sounded like I was representing the entire gay community, and I was trying to tell you all the reasons why all the gays believe the exact same thing as me, and that's definitely not the case. But, I mean, when choosing to listen to a random podcast, you should probably go into it without, you know what I mean, those assumptions. I mean, somebody saying something. You're about to get a big wake up call because people will call you out on the littlest, stupidest, pettiest shit. And it's just like, really? Out of all the things I said, I I literally talked about taking a shot of alcohol out of some man's asshole. And that's the one thing that you want to come for me about? Like, that's what you took away. (laughs) The other thing that doesn't even have anything to do with that... Just get ready, buckle I mean, up, you, bitch, you, because it's going to be a wild ride. You keep saying, <laughs> keep saying, get ready, but like, how? Only way I'll know is if you tell me. I don't have social media. I'm not going to look at all these comments. <laughs> all right, yeah, good point. Anywho, all right. So, speaking of social media, before we segue into the topic, I would just like to let everyone know I have a little social media update for the Blood Is Thicker Than Alcohol podcast officially. Because we're on threads and Instagram. So for all of you out there, follow us on threads and Instagram. We have a whopping 32 followers on Blood Alcohol Pod on Instagram. And um, let's see where we're at with the threads. We have, this is, right, you might need to brace yourself. This is a big one. It's a big one. This is huge. Are you ready? Are you ready to find out how many followers we have on blood alcohol pod for threads i I know you're dying to know right yeah i'm dying i keep thinking you're gonna say it we have nine nine followers Woo! that is too much i can't even keep up so for all of you out there who are soon to be loyal fans of the show follow us at blood alcohol pod on instagram and threads and i'll shut up now and ryan take it away yeah, I do like this tactic of you losing and then you keep derailing I know. before I can get to the fucking subject. Listen, that's what <laughs> happens when I take two shots before we get things started, okay? Fair enough. The end. All right. Um, since uh, you already brought it up, what are your thoughts on um, Usher being the halftime show? So. <sighs> Is he still relevant? Do you think he's going to do so a good glad job? you asked. I think he's probably going to kill it. Uh, Usher arguably is probably one of the biggest greats, I think, in our music history, truthfully. Mm-hmm. And I actually had this debate with my two best friends in a group chat earlier today because, again, this is how I figured out that Usher actually was the performer. But w- one of them was like, that's bullshit. Why is he performing? That's bullshit. I'm like, why? He's one of the biggest names in music. Like, one of the well, things I do love about... I mean, he was, yeah, he was prevalent like, in the 90s, like in the aughts, early aughts. But like, what I haven't heard it until they announced this. I ain't heard his name in a minute. See, but that's what I love about the Super Bowl performance announcements. It could be somebody super relevant who just released an album last week. Or it could be somebody who we just remember from our childhood. It could be anybody. And I actually really appreciate that about what the Super Bowl brings to it. I do think that you have to be at a certain level in order to actually 
do the Super Bowl halftime show. Yeah. And bitch, there's a lot of pressure. Yeah. There's a lot of pressure. Well, because yeah, you know everybody is going to be evaluating the fuck. Right. But your numbers, your, your numbers jump regardless of how you do. The ones yeah. that have, have rated terribly, their numbers, their next album numbers and or next tour numbers jump. Like, I th that's why I found it hilarious that they asked Taylor Swift first. And she was like, I'm not there yet. <laughs> that's how that was her response, <laughs> which is true. She's selling out fucking everything right now. She's selling so yeah. much fucking, you know, seats and the biggest of arenas. And it's just a ridiculous. Listen, I said it before and I'll say it again. I am not. A Swifty by any means. I'm not the biggest fan. I like some of her music. I will admit it. And this might not be a popular gay opinion. This is exactly why I cannot represent the entire gay community as a whole because I feel like most of them are on this whole Taylor Swift bandwagon. I, however, I just don't understand why and how this bitch can be the biggest fucking thing in music. I, that does not track for me. Talented, I can, yes. I can tell a you. A good why. songwriter, yes. A great performer, sure. Sure. But like the biggest thing in pop music, no. no. I can tell you why. I don't get it. I don't understand it. And I don't buy it. I don't buy it. You don't buy it, but but it's a jack of all trade, master of none's thing. She's good at doing a lot of different stuff in the arts world. Like the amount of uh, music, uh, what do you call it? Um, um, instruments that she plays she writes her own music she writes her own songs lyrics um like she's done multiple albums from multiple genres like she kind of transcends the little bubble and it's kind she has kind of the for me anyways the keanu reeves effect he's not a great actor but outside of the acting world i love that guy because he's just a normal dude he rides a subway he never tries to get attention he buys you know, the, all the people who are busting their ass for a movie that no one fucking talk about. He buys them Kawasaki Ninja uh, uh, bikes just to thank them. You know what I mean? Stuff like that. Like, he's just a a, a cool dude. She kind of has that same vibe. I don't, even, I don't even know half the words that just came out of your mouth just now. Like, I don't even think those are English language words. Maybe they are. And I just, it's such shit that I've known. Kawasaki like, it's, what it's the a, fuck It's is a motorcycle. Also, I barely understand Keanu Reeves because what the fuck? Like, but that actually is how I view Taylor Swift. Oh, God. A Keanu Reeves. Oh, no, she, she, she like, has more talent. Like, in a that, huge Ronnie, movie on. that he shouldn't have been cast in? Yeah, of course. But okay. did that movie make millions? Yeah, no, of course. Okay. I feel the same way about Taylor Swift. It's like, okay, great. The Swifties are going to come like for you. Her. <laughs> I don't give a shit. Come for me. Come one, come all. all. Right, all right, I don't all right, give all a right. shit. Um, as far as uh, Usher goes, I don't know. We'll see. Um, suppose I had never seen him live. Have you ever seen him live? I have well, not live, but I've seen concert performances. I think he's gonna kill it. Personally, I we could we could revisit this topic after the fact and talk about it. I think that he actually probably will probably deliver a performance that we're going to be impressed by. And I think this is really great too, because I think this opens up the door for a lot of the younger generation to see a performer that we kind of grew up with. And then they'll be like, Oh my God, who's this usher? You know, speaking of uh, Katy Perry, when she performed the Super Bowl halftime show, she brought Missy Elliott on mm -hmm. as like, uh, like a solo moment. I don't know if you remember that or not. And I, I remember seeing a tweet that went viral 
where someone was like, oh my God, who is this Missy Elliott? She's the next up and coming rapper. She's good. She's the next Nicki Minaj. I was like, floored, (laughs) floored. People had no idea. Like these young kids didn't know who the fuck Missy Elliott was. I was shocked. I was like, so I sort of feel like we're going to have one of those moments once again Um, with Usher. That's what I think. Maybe, maybe like the the lower generation didn't really hear of him or whatever. And he's confident as shit. He came out and said straight up, I'm going to blow everyone away. People don't know what the fuck they're talking about. He's still in shape. I think he will. I've seen, I think he will. seen pictures. And and I did hear growing up that he puts on a hell of a show, um, but I don't know. It did it did kind of, it was kind of a wah wah when I first heard the the news though because I was like really Usher nobody else and 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 so far yeah, I, I, I haven't heard the same. I haven't heard anybody else. Maybe they're just keeping a tight lid on it. Is gonna do it. Uh, that's gonna come well, listen. They go through like, a rotation of people. They ask. Yeah. I mean, we could literally talk about all the the best performances in history. I I mean, I think. It's pretty safe to say Rihanna's performance last year was like incredible. And I loved it, it. You know, I have I have to say it took me at least three or four watches through on YouTube to like really fall in love with what she did with it. Really? And all the hidden meanings and everything that she did throughout. Like I remember one of my friends who's like a huge like female artist fan, like he just all the gay divas, he's like obsessed. Mm-hmm. When he heard that she was, of course, we didn't know she was pregnant, right? Like nobody really knew she hadn't revealed that or whatever yeah, yeah. until the actual performance. And you knew? Yeah, I knew. I, I remember turning to uh, Shannon while we were watching the performance and telling you, you know, she's pregnant, right? And she was like, yeah, oh. yeah, I saw it on on uh, something, one of her social medias. I don't know. I heard it Listen, from Listen, I thought show, she but... just... I thought she hit it until that was like the reveal. That's why a lot of that's why I hate it because I like I liked it, I liked it, but people were hating on her, saying that she was being too risky because she was like going up on the platform, being raised while she was pregnant. I was like, she had but a that harness. Sh- that that shit was her. epic. That shit was epic. Yeah, it, it was iconic. Nobody it, it has was, done that. It was, it was dope. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I feel like Usher will probably bring something like that to the yeah. table. She, I think. Seems like a something showman. He's, he's average when it comes to his musical singing talent I mean, he's all right I'm not, i have no issues with him but if he is like everyone has told me that he puts on a hell of a show i think he'll have to bring that so we'll see how listen you'll see if his old ass is like justin timberlake and and post malone though dancing like a dad <laughs> on stage listen we we dare not speak the timberlake name on blood is thicker than alcohol that's banned by the way everyone just so you know ryan's taking a shot without permission that's like five so i'm marking that in the moment because i just watched him shot number two ryan so if you remember back when beyonce performed and bruno mars was with her it was like cold play beyonce and bruno mars that's actually arguably one of my most favorite performances of all time minus cold i think for the super bowl what i'm sorry minus cold play yeah no Oh, minus Coldplay. Well, God, yeah. I hate them. But so terrible. <laughs> Bruno Mars, when I saw him start, I thought, oh, Bruno Mars, meh, right? But that bitch fucking impressed the fuck out of me. Do you remember this performance? Yeah, he has talent, man. Like, I was like, damn. And he brought Uptown Funk on because that song was big at the time or whatever. And I was like, I was pretty like, F- what the fuck's going on right now? He's actually pretty fucking good. That is what I feel like Usher's going to bring this year. That's yeah. what I think. Because, like, I did not expect Bruno Mars to step it up like that. Well, he's he going to bring... Usher's going to bring that plus an additional, like, five feet. 
Because <laughs> Bruno Mars yeah. is so small. <laughs> There's a moment where him and Beyonce stood like got yeah. face to face, and she was still taller than him, and yeah. Yeah, a lot, a lot taller than him. <laughs> but anyways, uh, the, no, no, Bruno Mars has a lot of talent. He can dance. He's he has a good voice. He has the swagger. So you and you can hear, hear it when he's on like the funkier beats. Like Shannon likes him a lot. So I've heard a lot of his music, and I, I could I can I could fuck with that. Like when she listens to him. Post Malone, um, even Taylor Swift. Yes, I know you don't like her, but um, although those I can tolerate, nah. then some of her other stuff I'm just like, eh. <laughs> but anyways, um, so I mean, I guess we kind of went down a rabbit hole. I know I was being nice by doing the uh, halftime show version of sports talk, but uh, since we're down here anyways, what is your all-time best halftime show performance? Oh, that is a very good question. By the way, I hate when people say that's a very good question because you're all, you're already like your brain's you're like stalling. trying to figure out what you're going to say next because <laughs> you don't know what to say. That's exactly what's happening right now. <laughs> um, we all knew you were stalling, yeah, Ronnie. <laughs> like it's hard because there's like artists that I love that have done the halftime show, mm -hmm. but when the performance was over, I was like, mm. like for example, Lady Gaga, mm -hmm. good good show, great show. Was I blown away? No, I wasn't. Mm -hmm. Madonna, I felt the same thing. I wasn't blown away by hers. I just, it was good. She did a well, great job. I'm, I'm asking was you. Was I blown away? No. I'm asking you what your favorite is. It doesn't have to be the same. Like, for example, my favorite, hands down, was Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Eminem. And they, they I, I thought it was great. But I have a lot of nostalgia there. So I knew I was going to like that one when they announced it. You know what I mean? But oh, yeah. I don't. I think, I'm I not going to go. That's actually one that I just sort of skipped because yeah. I was interested. I, I, I'm not going to go on a limb and say like that's the best one. Like you put it up against uh, Prince singing "Purple Rain" while it was raining. Like it doesn't really hold up. You know what I mean? Or uh, Michael yeah. Jackson. You know what I mean? Like you can't really. Yeah. I, it was my favorite, but I don't think that was the best one. Also, the one I think that I liked the least, truth be told, was the one where. It was like Shakira and J Lo shared it. I, I, I'm like, J Lo was impressive. I it was all right. I didn't Shakira think it was, bad. was eh. yeah. But she, I'm like, why she are was, they she was 50, the weak link. it? Like, <laughs> I want. Can we get somebody bigger? Can, 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 producers, producers, can we get somebody bigger? Can we get somebody? Yeah. No. Okay. See, that's what we needed in that moment. Uh, honestly, truth be told, I have to say, I think, and is I don't even know if I should say this. There's two specific performances that I was just enthralled by. And I think the first was the Beyonce, Bruno Mars, and the Coldplay. Because I was obsessed with that. Now let's get information. Like right. the Beyonce moment. Well, oh, what I was about, just what about dying. Beyonce, I was loving Beyonce, that moment. I don't know if it was the one directly before that or, the, or two Super Bowls before that. But Beyonce and Bruno Mars already did one. And they were the the act. Now that one Coldplay was announced as the act. And they did that like yeah. surprise. And, nobody and nobody told knew them. the right. other two were going to be Which involved. Is, yeah. I, I mean, I get it. It's surprising. It's exciting because you didn't know they were coming. And anything, and plus you hear Coldplay and you're right. thinking uh, what, anything's really, better than Coldplay. Nah. Is exactly what yeah. I was going to say. <laughs> so I mean, you could have had freaking uh, a flavor Flav hop out there. I've been excited. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
I also do love when artists collab like that, when they when it's one big headliner and then like two or three other artists pop in. I think those tend to be my favorites because it's also super unexpected. Actually, and that's my second is what I would say is when it was, fuck, I think it was like Aerosmith, Britney Spears, NSYNC. There was a few others. It was so long ago. I don't like Aerosmith though. That's my, that's my thing. I love Aerosmith. Oh my God. I love Aerosmith. But uh, yeah, I loved that performance because there were so many different artists. I think wasn't like Mary J. Blige was, there was a bunch of different people and it was, Again, I'm totally aging myself because the fact that I can actually remember this and this was like the early 90s or maybe it was like the early 2000s. It was early 90s. Uh, well, no, no, it was yeah, mid, I, mid to late no, 90s. It was, it was either late 90s, late 90s it was, it or early 2000s. 90s, yeah. I can't remember. One of the two. But yeah, that I loved that. I loved that. That was like epic. And I, I think I like when multiple artists share the spotlight, when it's that and not just one. I think oftentimes we're disappointed when an artist doesn't have a guest, someone. I, yeah. You know? I, and I know you don't want to speak the dreaded Justin Timberlake's name on this, but uh, a lot of people, they overlook uh, Janet Jackson, Justin Timberlake, um, the halftime show because of the the oopsie at the end. You know what I mean? Yeah. Everyone will only talk the about that The oops, I did shit. it again. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but... Uh, yeah, you wonder if she was talking. Never mind. I was gonna make a bad joke. <laughs> yeah, I already. You'll saw just it edit. Coming. You'll just edit it out anyway. So yeah, I, I just like to say I need a pat on the back because this is the second time I censored myself. So just saying. Oh, oh, oh! Yeah, Look, fact, you're I think, learning. I think we need to take a celebratory shot. Yeah, censoring and is something that the washrooms don't all. do well. No. Yeah, even in in professional environments, we just absolutely don't do it well. Shot number three. Ronnie. Shot number three. Ryan. When you were talking about the cigarettes, I wanted to make a cigarette joke because you said you you don't you haven't had a lot of cigarettes or something like that. I've never smoked a cigarette. Just for the record. So I'm and I sure hope my son is listening out. to this. If my son is listening to this, I have never smoked a cigarette. I've literally done everything else. But don't smoke cigarettes. Don't start now. Don't start ever. I, I hate Just people saying. who say that. Have you really done absolutely everything else? Pretty much, yeah. Heroin? For the most part. Uh, no. Okay. Not that. And you haven't done We're everything else. We're not opening else, up then, huh? that can of worms. We're not opening up that can of worms. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. We're not talking right? about drugs. All right. That's for a later episode. <laughs> drinky, drinky. Cheers. I would just like to say I, I completely Ugh. we talked about the time and the the count and I completely abandoned that since I'm on like yeah. seven or eight right now. Shot number four, Ryan. Shot number five, Ryan. Shot number six, Ryan. I would say that he should slow down, but chances are he could probably do at least four more and be totally fine. Shot number seven, Ryan. Yeah, also, I have been sick for the last two weeks, and I'm not going to lie, the, the idea of drinking today... I know, that's why the, I told the, you. The that's why I made you. I could tell. Didn't sit well. <laughs> but you know what? That's, bitch, that is how dedicated I am to this show. 
I'm sitting here taking shots, even though my stomach's like, what the fuck are you doing? We've been sick for a week. You need to come. But here's the thing. Here's my theory. Doesn't rubbing alcohol, like, cure anything? So the idea of putting alcohol into your body when you're sick, shouldn't that, like, clean out your body? It'll kill some germs. I think. But no. Listen, that's a theory that I'd love to run with. <laughs> right. It's a theory I'd love to run your blood with. Veins. Uh, but anyways, yeah. um, one other thing I wanted to get get a, a little uh, your opinion on. Have you heard anything about, because I mean, I asked you about the Travis Kelsey and uh, uh, Taylor Swift being together. You don't really like Taylor Swift, so I'm assuming you don't follow her. But have you seen anything, any videos? Because it did kind of go viral. Uh, Jason Kelsey and Taylor Swift and uh, Travis Kelsey, that whole video with when they were in the stands. Did you see anything about no. that now? All right. Mm-mm. Who's Jason Kelsey? Jason Kelsey is related. a NFL player too. He's uh, related to Travis Kelsey. He just retired. and like he was brothers? Yeah, or? they're brothers. They are actual brothers. Okay. And um, he was sitting with Taylor Swift and uh, it was a viral video because like as they were, as Jay, Jay, uh, uh, Travis Kelsey was scoring a touchdown, Jason Kelsey like ripped his shirt off and was drinking Bud Light and jumped into the stands with people and all that stuff. Oh, so. <laughs> how did I miss this? That's what I'm saying. It went. It was pretty viral. Like the last time I saw the video it was a lot of a lot of yeah. Beef. No, I the the last thing I saw on Taylor Swift football related was there was an article that was published. I forget what where. Again, once again. Welcome to Blood is Thicker Than Alcohol. No credible sourcing at all whatsoever. Um, but it was basically saying how the NFL is sick of Taylor Swift. Uh, a lot of how they don't are. want her to come to any more games. The NFL is because not. everybody just the makes NFL is such not. a huge deal about it. The NFL mm. loves it because they're bringing different a different fan base that doesn't watch the NFL. Why would they hate that? It's more money in their yeah, pocket. It probably contributes to yeah. ticket sales. The I'm NFL sure. absolutely does not hate it. That's stupid. Now, NFL fan, there's a certain segment of NFL fan that hates it because they have to show her every other fucking second (laughs) in the stands. And people are like, I I just want to watch football. Yeah. Even if it was somebody that I actually liked, I'd probably still get annoyed. So I assume if I asked you anything about actual football game, you would have zero. No. So I know that there's like, there's uh, a tight end, which... I've been known to be in my past, not football ago. related. Long ago, running. <laughs> Bitch, please. <laughs> and then there's uh, what's what, what's the other gay position? There's another gay position. Center, I guess, because the no gets up on his ass. I don't know. No, it it's like the name gay? sounds gay. There's wide yeah. receiver, there's tight a wide receiver. That's it. That's it. Wide oh, receiver. That's I'm what all, you are now. Also, in that too. <laughs> You used to be I've been the wide receiver on many receiver. occasions. Yes. See, <laughs> see, I know how to talk football. I know how to talk. We we have to like like climb the ladder to get there. But here we are. Here we are. I no, I'm interested. I, I don't. I have to seriously. If like I said, the more you information you gave me, the more money I would give you. What all? What is the maximum you can tell me about football? Everything you know. Well, I mean, I do seriously. know about. Like the basics, like I know that you have to continuously get to a first down to continue to get across the field. Okay, okay. Is that right? That's correct. I know that it's typically seven points uh, well, for a touchdown. Six with an extra point to make seven, yes, if they get a touchdown. Right. And the goal kicks are typically like three? 
Mm -hmm. Oh, and he's taking another shot for the record. Shot number eight, Ryan. Yes, except for the, they also do the same thing for the extra point, which is only one, but that's only after a touchdown. But yeah, oh, if you're okay. just kicking the field goal. But if you're three. just doing a goal kick, it's three, right? It's a field goal, not a goal right? kick. I know there's goal four kick quarters. Goal kick is the other football. <laughs> there's four yes, quarters. Four quarters, okay. There's usually a halftime show, and it typically showcases somebody who's a gay singer of some sort. That I mean, that's um, just the big ones, not the, not the regular it, games. Yeah, I, I I mean, yeah, I think that's pretty much. I mean, I, I mean, I know that football players get paid a ridiculous amount of money uh, a year. Even the hurt ones, the ones that get hurt and they sit on the bench the that's whole all season, sports. they still get paid that same money. That's all sports. As long as you got guaranteed money, it's all sport. Listen, Why? if you bring value, if I was able to get a salary of one of those football players and quote hurt my ankle unquote and sit on the bench and not do anything and make that kind of money per year where do i sign up well, and i get to shower in the locker room even though i didn't play on the field at all with all of those football players done sold where do i sign we're not being serious anymore where you do have I to have an immense amount of talent ronnie first the talent oh, has to be shown. Oh, you have thing? to prove it on the field first. Oh, okay. Then you get the contract. And yes, some of them skate because they get hurt. But honestly, most of the ones that do um, are p more pissed off about not being able to play. Because, you know what I mean? They actually have a passion. Listen, for listen, I'm very talented when it comes to the shit that goes down in the locker room. Trust me. Not the, I would be able to hold my room. own with multiple people okay at a time at once i'm very good at multitasking when it comes to that locker room bullshit okay hey you know been that's there actually, done that that's actually a good conversation we can like a kind of a, a semi-serious conversation we have um although you wouldn't know any of the players because uh, but i was thinking like we could have a conversation about like what prominence prominent players like people who are well known would have to come out as gay for like the nfl and everybody to actually be accepting and and accept it because right now the locker oh. room attitude in football is we don't do that every every gay player that's come out has not lasted oh god see this is where we get into that serious topic of conversation that's bullshit and listen i know listen it's all fun and jokes about you know the locker room and servicing multiple players at the same time and hot butts and jock straps etc but like at the end of the day there are gay players out there that can actually shower with the other guys and be fine it, it they and that that's what i feel like you know there's people like me out there who are giving gays a bad name in regards to like the fact there's that so like all we thousands. ever want to do is fuck <laughs> which truth be told we would Fair i enough. mean if i mean give us an opportunity to fuck anytime anywhere we would do it that's fine but i don't feel like that's something that should be a reflection of scaring actual gay athletes into coming out of the closet if that makes sense right well that's because i do feel like we're in an era where it is not it, it, i mean there are there are amazing gay football players oh, yeah. out there for example they just haven't come out and they're afraid to come out because right. they don't want that locker room propaganda bullshit mm -hmm. to like come up and be an issue and have people talking about it and let it go viral on social media and blah 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 etc but like that's all bullshit it's like listen i can shower in a locker room 
with a bunch of straight guys and be perfectly fine and nothing all in a day. Well, that's Whatever. why that's why we should. But I can also do right. other things in the locker room right. as well. That's but that but but that's Given why we should, right. That's why we should focus <laughs> on uh, individuality. Like you as an as individual, a person, Ronnie. Right. Maybe right. we don't want you in our locker room because you can't handle yourself or contain yourself. Oh or, no, 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 no! I, I handle, handle you, myself. I said the wrong word, which you is why I, I shouldn't be in the locker room. It's because I could <laughs> but, handle myself. But there are very well gay people. <laughs> Because you I, and we know this because we know they're there. They just haven't come out. There are tons of gay people that treat it like a job. They're totally professional. They're not, you know what I mean, trying to do anything to make anybody feel yeah. uncomfortable like that. It's the same thing with straight people. There's straight people that, you know what I mean, can get in to be a boss with a bunch of women and treat them correctly and not be chauvinistic and not be an ass. You know what I mean? And there's some bosses that can't. You know what I mean? Like it's everyone's different. And that's why we need to judge yeah. them as such. Anywho. I think we need to take a shot. So what do you want to tell me? What do you want to tell me about football? That's maybe something not gay. Shot number four. Ronnie. Shot number nine. Ryan. Oh, I love football, man. I The, the only thing that I... Why? Why? I have to know. I'm competitive. And um, I don't know what it is. It's something about... I mean, just the the sports in general. I love basketball too. Basketball, I grew up playing nonstop. But as far as like football wise, like it's just something about is when 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 you're going for your team and and their team like they hands it off and they get in and your team comes up and smashes the fuck out of them. Like I don't know what it is. It's, it's I love it. <laughs> just annihilates them. Like yeah. I'm rooting for him to like get up limping. You know what I mean? Like. I love it. Listen, group like group situations with smashing has a completely different definition in my world. Like, trust me. <laughs> so that's I, all. We're gonna lost have to make a me. rule, Roddy. Every gay joke, everything you turn into a gay joke, you're gonna have to take a shot. <laughs> okay. We would not have a show because I would be blacked out, passed out on this fucking floor oh, right now. <laughs> but, I, yeah. but on that note, I think this is a really good time to end this episode. And I think we should think of one last thought to take a shot, but we have to chase this shot with a thought. So Ryan, while I pour my shot, what is your final thought to chase your shot? Shot number five, Ronnie. Shot number 10, Ryan. And just for the record, blood is thicker than alcohol. Does not endorse Ryan's drinking tolerance um my final thought is you're lucky i was nice i could have gone <laughs> into the ones and twos of football like i said i am passionate about it i love it uh you wouldn't have understood any of it it would have been like i was speaking a foreign language to you i could have would have been very boring for the listeners probably as well as you because i'm sure they're not i always into this have podcast. a weird way <laughs> Of like twisting things into what I want to talk about, which is something I think that you're going to learn on this show pretty frequently. Oh, no, 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 no. Don't get it twisted at all. You didn't, you were not in control of this. I did this willingly. I was being nice. I did a hard question. So my topic, I was being nice. Hey, well, bitch, guess what? You're not going to be nice next time. So I think that's it, you guys. So we're going to sign off uh, just for all of you out there. 
we're keeping track of how many shots we've taken. Too many. Take note. I'm pretty fucking tossed at this point. So, follow on threads and Instagram at out. Blood Alcohol Pod. Yes, that's right. Blood Alcohol Pod. <laughs> oh, oh, hold on, hold on. God. I would just Fuck like to say, shit. you know, if if you were going through editing for the shot count and you were watching it, I'm probably at like 11. Correction. Shot number 11. Ryan. Okay. You are at like three. And you're well, over I'm here fumbling your, fumbling your words. <laughs> what is her? What, what, I made that count, but what is it again? <laughs> all right, you guys. So we talked about football this week. So we'll see all of you next shot count for blood is thicker than alcohol episode three is ronnie five and ryan 11 yes i said it 11 oh my god <laughs> blood is thicker than alcohol has been brought to you by bossy power bottom productions want to know more Go to bossypowerbottom.com and find out for yourself what it truly means to bottom like a boss with Bossy Power Bottom Productions. <laughs>